kinky. 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 Kinky's okay. Oh, you're kinky. Kinky? Very kinky. Kinky. <laughs> kinky. Ooh, discipline. Kinky. <laughs> Confess! Hey, this is Chris and welcome to the podcast. I hope you're following us on Instagram, Kinky Confessions Podcast. If you want more information about our guests, visit the website. It's kinkperth.com.au forward slash podcast. If you're thinking about being a guest, we can change your voice, call you whatever you want. But most importantly, we want to hear about your personal story your journey about how you arrived to where you are today and hopefully we'll have some fun along the way. So jump onto the website and get in contact with us. Speaking of our website, check out the Kinky Confessions hotline. You call, leave a three-minute voicemail message. I will edit that, upload it just like you. People love to hear a true kinky confession. Now let's talk about this episode. If you have not listened to the previous episode where our guest talks about her struggles during her adult life with avoiding sexual and intimate relationships, then don't listen any further. Go back and listen to that part first. After we recorded part A, we did a sensory session and well, now we are back to talk about it. The good, the bad, the ugly and the oh, can we do that again? So let's jump into the episode straight away. This is Kinky Confessions, the podcast. Well, I think you got to meet my glorious, mysterious, weird body and, um, and I've brought it back here. That is for sure. We had, I'll say, look, I had a great time and I really enjoyed myself. And uh, I, I look, I enjoyed putting your body through a, a whole lot of different experiences and through the paces. So yeah, tonight we're just going to go through it and yeah, talk about it and um, see how how it's helped you, I guess. Excellent. Well, look, I had, I had an absolute blast. Like it was really, really fun and all aspects of it were, it was exciting. It was, you know, all, all the kind of the playful part was there. And, you know, in the scheme of obviously what we talked about last week, you know, that there's a little bit of therapy going on, but it didn't feel like a therapy session, but it it felt like a really fun and, I don't know, I use the word interesting a lot. It was a great experience. I really liked that we got that really good balance between the fact that it was play, but I kind of, at the end of it, I have actually, you know, really walked away with a, a a good understand, a better understanding of my body. And I, yeah, you know, I got to be vulnerable. I got to be greedy. I got to, you know, have a good time and, and everything in between. No, that is great. Now <clears throat> the session starts long before you turn, we walk through the door and in that I sent you a bit of a form so I could l- learn a little bit about yourself and what you wanted from a sensory session. Talk to me a little bit about that and how you felt completing that. Look, I really uh, that that's a fantastic resource that 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 you use. Yeah, uh, I'm sure for all sorts of different people coming in on all sorts of different levels, it's it's great. Because what I really liked, it, it's you know, it's as you I think describe it, it's a bit of a wish list. So it's you know, are you prepared to do this, 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 and it's, it's oh, this really 
detailed list. And and it's good. You can set your boundaries. You go, well, I'm not letting you put a ball gag in my mouth, but oh, you want to shove something in my mouth? Yeah, you can put that there. <laughs> you know? um, I really liked for myself that I could reflect on what I felt comfortable with, but it also obviously gave you really good information of what was, you know, where the boundaries were, that sort of thing. And I think what I most liked, so, so I fill this, this form in and it's got all these details, which is fantastic. But then you responded and your response, you really listened to me. Yeah. You, you gave me a, a document back, which said, okay, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And in doing that, again, this kind of idea that it, it provided a lot of safety, it allowed me to be vulnerable, allowed all, all these things. But it, what I really liked was it really felt like you crafted an experience. It wasn't just a, well, we'll just go in here and see what happens kind yeah. of thing. Like there really was, there was a beginning, you know, it was a crafted session which really worked well. Now what's interesting is when we kind of reflect back what I was talking about last week when I was saying this thing about, you know, going to different practitioners with what's going on and I've got these people who can touch me this way but they're not allowed to touch me that way and medical people who can touch me that way and then other people who can touch me and they haven't got really enough medical background or whatever. And then I, I went to, um, you know, somebody with supposedly all that you know the the sexological body worker and and they had you know all the permission to touch me any which way I could touch them back I could respond any way I want you know the whole thing was and I it it seemed really lacking and I didn't quite get what was so lacking yeah and yet when I did this with you I went that's what was lacking this this kind of formality which allowed a really deep lot of communication and intimacy and really set the boundaries, set what our outcomes were, set what we were trying to do. It wasn't sort of so goal orientated that you kind of, you know, had to do anything, but it it just gave, as I said, a really well-crafted experience. And from that, I go away going, number one, I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and And if that was all, that's fine. I had a great time. But I also actually came away with this going, wow, that's, so that's this this body of mine. It did this. And, and I was able to really, you know, take some information away that now helps in the bigger picture of what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's about planning a scene. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And it's not a copy and paste. No matter what you fill out, we're going to just do the same thing. We've gone in there. We've gone back and forth a couple of times. My original creation of a of a scene, you've gone and gone, yep, I like that 80%, but let's change that. Let's not do that and let's do that. And we've gone back and forth until we've found the perfect scenario and the perfect scene for what you wanted to experience. Exactly. And what I needed, um, as, as I sort of said to you, I don't need humiliation. I, I'm not really up for crazy amounts of pain. I don't know. This kind of what what I had associated a sort of a session in a in a sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wasn't really getting, uh, I was getting access to a whole pile of sensory play. I was getting access to, yeah, just a really good lot of stuff that my body just 
really loved. Yeah. And what it needed was all the surprises, all the mess with your brain a bit, mess with your, you know, get those neural pathways working in different ways, all those kind of things. Yeah. And certainly the surprises. Like I didn't, you know, like I didn't want to be in a situation where I was sort of preempting, oh, this is going to happen next. Like I, I was really wanting to just be in there for the ride. Let's see what my body's doing. Let's see what, what it's reacting to without necessarily going down a path of what for me would have been quite negative things. Everything that was happening was were all very positive. Yeah. No, that's things. good. Yeah. Now, as we started the session, we've got some mood lighting on. We've got some, uh, you know, music in the background. And the first part, I guess it's a flow on from you not wanting, so you wanting the surprise element. And that is the fact that, well, I'm actually going to show you everything that I'm going to use. Floggers, we've got paddles, we've got bear claws, all the bear claws. (laughs) We've got all of the tools. We've got, you know, a, a bucket of ice. Um, with a couple of floggers that are that are in the ice. We've got a chain that's sitting on ice and kind of things like that. So at the start, I'm going through and showing you everything. And one of the reasons that I do that is, is that we don't want to come across something that is a trigger for you and then you freak out and go, oh, like, oh, I have a paranoia of bear claws kind of a thing and then it freaks you out. So we've gone through at the start and I've showed you all everything that we're going to be using. How are you feeling at that moment? Well, this I think this continued the whole way through. I, I have been doing a lot of work. Um, I think if I'd just come to this kind of pretty fresh, I'd be <laughs> freaking out <laughs> completely. Um, but I've been doing all sorts of things and I, I was just really up for the whole experience, you know, like I was just up for whatever. I didn't seem to see anything that was was triggering anything. I didn't see anything that was making me go, what the heck am I doing in a, you know, what am I doing here? Like it was, everything going through my head was was all feeling very positive, yeah. It's like the freaky question when I go, oh, we're going to do a bit of electro. Do you have a pacemaker? Or is, there, <laughs> is, is there anything wrong with your heart before I before I zap you? <laughs> yeah, all that, that, that was probably a good one. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh so we go from that and as as we've showed you everything and then we go to start i guess i find that to be the most intimate experience or the most intimate part and that is when i undress you and start to put some restraints on you and that's a part that i really enjoy the most because there's a lot of eye contact and it is that is the time where i would connect with somebody um talk to me about how that felt for you Oh look, absolutely. I I I probably said this the first time in our in our previous one that one of the things I hate is when you get your clothes taken off you as though you're some sort of three year old who can't undo your buttons. Yeah. Like, oh man, there is just a whole art to taking clothes off. And either you've got to be ripping them off because great, or ooh, what's under here? It's just the gateway to all the good stuff kind of thing. Yep. So as you roll those stockings down, you know, they've, they, that's the gateway. You know, it's just they've got to be taken. And you did a very good job of of that. Yeah, it's it's the introduction to what's going to happen. It, 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 it sets the tone. It sets the mood. It sets absolutely everything. And, you know, if that's you absolutely getting your gear off as fast as you can, fantastic. But on, in this, it needed to be, a you know, a slow sort of sensual thing and – yeah. Um, so we we undress you. This feels amazing. We put the restraints on you. Again, you're you're really dropped into the scene by now. I can feel it. I can hear it in your breath. And at that moment, we then move you from sitting down 
where I res- put this restraints on you to having you strung up from the ceiling, let's say. That was a, an incredible experience for me because I could see that the dynamic of you changing from being a podcast guest to being where you were and your state of mind changed at that point in time, which I could pick up, which was fantastic. Well, I, as I said, I, I just really loved kind of rolling along on the ride of, of each thing that you were doing, each, each different sensation, whatever. And I suppose that this, this becomes the interesting thing with arousal when I'm talking about what it is that my body's doing and what I'm experiencing. And I suppose as we go further into where I get to, uh, it'll be this, uh, uh, it makes more sense, but it's, it's also kind of works what I'm talking about here. When, I don't know if you've, uh, something as, as full on as childbirth, for instance. Yep. Been uh, there once. (laughs) So, so, you know, so if you've had the, the, the big old epidural, you know, you're panting, you're this, you're that, you're, you're getting into the mind, you know, there's a whole pile of stuff going on. There's insane experience going on, and, but there's a missing component, which is pain. Yeah. So I have a very similar kind of thing. So I'm getting excited. You know, I, I think you would have been able to tell with my body. My body is is responding. You know, I'm, I'm getting wet. My nipples are getting hard. You know, I'm leaning into things. I'm pulling out of things. There's a lot of things going on. My Mentally, I am in for this ride. Like, it, I'm really enjoying the ride. But that physical, what am I feeling? It's like that description of of you know, when you've had a, a needle or whatever that you can yeah. feel the intensity and you can feel like I, I'm, it's not like I'm not feeling all this, but there's this element that's this just missing. And it's a very strange one to describe this because, you know, you're, you're doing things to me and my blood's going here and there and I'm flushing and I'm, you know, I'm just about sitting on your hand at one point because, well, that thing's great and, you know, and there's something else and I'm pulling away and I'm leaning in and if I'd had my hands free, I would have been kind of grabbing at you to pull you into something or push you away. You know, like I'm there, but there's this missing element, which is really hard. Like it's just a really hard one to describe, but I was finding I was so enjoying all the things that I was feeling that I didn't I wasn't feeling like I was missing that. Yeah. Because I was really enjoying. Well, actually, I wasn't really enjoying all of them. I was. I was experiencing all of them. I don't know that I was enjoying some of that really cold water. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go back a step that because I, I forgot to talk about something, and that was when you were on the bench, the traffic light. Yep. So in our conversations, we had spoken about the traffic light. Green being happy to go, amber, orange, and also red to stop. And I'd mentioned that I also use a a scaling system of one to 10 and one being you can barely feel it. And by the time you hit 10 is, 10 is that that's as hard and you got to stop no more than that. And when I'd mentioned that to you, you'd reply back to me and said, oh no, I I don't want the impact. Like you, you recapped you that you didn't want heavy impact in which I reply back, no, it's not about the impact. It's about the intensity of what I'm doing to you at that time on a scale so I know whether to, I can elevate it or I, or I should reduce it and things like that. What did you think about that? Oh, look, I really, really liked that system. What I find, what I find is... You know, obviously, you know, there's the, there's the green. Yes, loving this. But sometimes there's the... Is there a different colour? Is there like a purple? <laughs> is there some other one? Of the come on, amp this one up. And I've never quite known what the amp it up 
colour is. Colour is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know what the stop part is, but I don't know what, and, you know, and I know the go, but but the how do you, how do you, like yeah, how do you dial this yeah. one up? And I've always kind of joked that needs a purple or some other thing. So the, so the numbers was really good because, you know, they're, they're, you know, something's happening and it's a two. I'm going, yeah, you know bring on more or it's sort of sitting at a five or whoa shit we're getting to a we're getting to an eight like slow down and then obviously that again in that communication is really interesting because you know what's an eight for me is is going to be different probably from the beginning of this to the end yes and what's an eight for me is going to be different to the next person and and all of our what is an eight it's it's very clear what is an eight at this point is too much to get much more. Yeah. So whatever that is, is is really good because in that very moment that, it, you know, if I need to say it's an eight, that is the moment. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's a great system. No, it work, and it works well, I think. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we'll, we'll head back to you're, you're strung up from the ceiling, you're naked, there is a spreader bar between your ankles to keep your legs wide and I can push you and make you lean as far forward as you can flex and in reverse I can throw you back the other way. So that's painting the picture on on how you're standing. I you're blindfolded and we're going through we're going through using electro. What did you think about how that felt against your body? Look, the electro was kind of, you know, it's it's a big, big old zap. Oh, it, it kind of just sat in the middle. Like I, I liked some things more. I liked some things less. Yep. Um, it just felt like another component. And I can't say that it was like, oh, I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. Whereas the bear claws. The bear claws. <laughs> the bear claws the were under my armpits. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about all the different, what worked well, what, what you didn't enjoy as much. Look, I uh, basically you can do just about anything to my armpits, and I'll go fucking nuts. Uh, the armpits thing was great, and I loved all. You know, he had I don't know it was Velcro or something or something really scratchy. Yeah, Velcro. Then there was just you know just more like a, a firmness of your hand. Then there was the sort of the scratchy things. It was the ice, and you know that that bit of skin between my elbow and armpit like if other bits of me aren't talking properly to my brain that bit really talks to my brain you know like it I totally that is just a zone that goes nuts for me and uh, really interestingly I I find I ha- there was one guy in particular I was seeing at one point and uh, when I'd be driving, driving along, and I'd just have to think of him and my armpits would just go nuts yeah and it's like Aren't I meant to be feeling this elsewhere? Like, why? why it's just my armpits. Why are my armpits going? But that, like, there's a really good. They're, they're talking to each other. No problem there. Yeah. So, um, so I really, really liked the armpit thing. The ice, maybe not so much, but I still really did. But not much. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like that you liked it. It was that kind of like, yeah, all over the place. It was definitely all over the place. And I liked the fact that, as I said before, that sort of not sort of a, a sense of anticipation because, you know, it wasn't, wasn't as I was sort of preempting, oh, this is going to happen next or, or whatever. Like it was just in one minute, it's my ankles and it's my fingers. It's, you know, it's on the back of my neck. You're pulling my hair. Oh, you're holding this. Whoa, you got this. Whoa. You know, and, and then the water. Yeah. Talk to me about what it feels like to get a little bit of tiny little bit of water, tiny little bit of water splashed on your face. Utter lies. That was not (laughs) a tiny bit of water. I'm sure you put at least two litres of water on me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, it was great. It was, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I do remember really pinging off the walls with that one. Yeah. And I'll just go, nothing's plain. And for me, it's about 
looking at how your body reacted. I didn't, we didn't discuss whatsoever prior how turned on you would get by your armpits. No. And yet very quickly into the scene, did we pick, well, did I pick up that, oh, that's the, that's the G spot. Yeah, this girl goes nuts. <laughs> so all of a sudden, a lot of my energy was redirected to the armpits where I've got handfuls of ice pressed against your armpits, letting the water drip run down your arms. So everything in eventually started to incorporate your armpits and then yes you do you you know the bear claws down up and down the back you really enjoy the bear claws but it's it's you know spanking slapping just jiggling your body from your ankles up so every part of the body was getting the senses that it the sensory play that it needed and that it wanted yeah and then there was also the breath play so all of a sudden i can see how you're panting and your body's going, you know, up and down. And then I'm grabbing you and go, okay, now you're going to hold your breath. Um, how does that breath play? How does that incorporate into what was going on at the time? Look, this this is a, a, a thing that I found really interesting. I, what I, it took a couple of days later and I was really thinking about this. So if we kind of break it down. Say say you were using so, something just really nice. I don't know, something really nice. Um, it just might have been a stroke of a hand or a feather or a, it might, might have been a, just a really maybe a bit more gentle thing with a claw or whatever. I would be very, oh yeah, I'm liking this, you know, just very accepting of whatever was happening and let that happen, great. Then, I don't know, maybe you'd be doing something a little bit more, either a little bit more intense or maybe just my body just liked it more, you know, whatever. And I would certainly do something. I would lean into it. I would ask for it. I would, I would, you know, verbally say I want that or um, I, in some ways I would be my Body language would be saying, I want mm. this. Now, it's interesting because you say that my my breath would be going up and down or whatever, but maybe I didn't. I know it was, but I, it was possibly, it was, it was just happening that it was doing that. Yeah. But when things got really, oh God, okay, we've hit an eight. This is, whoa, we're heading towards a nine here. You know, this, this is all getting a bit much. This is the really interesting thing for me in this you know, becoming aware of what my body does. What I was very aware was how I would use that kind of bring it down, just breath, bring it down, down, regulate, just bring. And this whole kind of like calm it down, bring it down. And, and I'm pretty good at that. Like it, it just comes, comes very naturally. Just, you know, like if you bang your elbow or whatever, you kind of just breathe through it and give it a rub. And for me, like it goes away. So what I found really interesting for where I'm at is then kind of getting back to thinking about that well what what did I do that I really that I did in as much of a kind of a conscious way to bring things up yeah um because I was I was very good at bringing things down when I needed to but but then I was going oh you know I, I brought things up by asking for them I brought things up by but that's kind of external that's asking you to do more mm. it's not actually how my body goes about accepting more or I don't know what that is. And because I don't know what it is because that's the whole problem of what, what my body doesn't seem to be very good at at the yeah. moment. So um, so that that was something I kind of reflected on afterwards on those, you know, twos, fives, eights, wherever we sat was, well, when it is maybe the two, three, four, five, instead of saying give me more, what can I do within my body to accept more and, and make that more? Yeah. I don't know. 
It's a beautiful insight, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was. Now, all up, let's say you're 20, I'm going to say probably 30 minutes, we had you strung up and you were very lucent by the end of it and very wet from two litres of water splashed over your face, (laughs) which was about 10 mils. But then it was time to move you to the bench. And from where you were standing to the bench was about 50 centimetres. And when I removed your arms from from hanging, we had to have a moment, a couple of minutes for you to get your balance back. Can you remember what was going through your mind at that point? Yeah, it was very, it was, it was quite strange because I, I was really shaky. Like I was really shaky mm. and I was very, you know, like my body was like pinging. It was definitely pinging, but you know, I wasn't, I really didn't feel like I could move forward. I didn't feel like I was going to faint. I didn't feel I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel, um, you know, something was, I didn't feel like there was anything wrong. Man, I couldn't move as well. I was really, um, I was, yeah, I was was probably just quite overloaded at that point, which was great. You were in the zone. You were were in there. You were loving it. I was loving it. And I I, I suppose a little bit was like, oh, can we keep going with what we've been doing? (laughs) Do I have to leave that behind? Yeah, it was interesting that, you know, considering I I really was quite frozen, like I really, like I can't move. I can't move. I just needed you to just kind of just hold me and and not worry that I was going to faint or anything. Yeah. But, yeah. It was good. And then when you realise that you're only just – you're at the bench. You just had to bend down and you're on the bench. <laughs> well, also I think not being able to see as well, I think, yeah, I just it was interesting. And and that, yeah, I suppose that not being able to see, it's a bit like, you know, not having your balance or whatever and just needing to kind of like just stop, you know, just regroup a bit. But, yeah, it was it was quite a long while that I was. You were standing. That I was standing. Yeah. Like I, I think I, I might have freaked you out a little bit. You weren't moving, like you weren't jelly legs or wobbly. So right. it's not like going pasty like you're going to faint or something like that. It was just, I just need to stand. I need to get my breath and my composure back. I've just gone through an incredible experience and I just need a moment to, of, of reflection. So at this point, we I move you to the bench and I get you to you know, bend over the spanking bench. And this was my mistake or not a mistake an error in judgment is that I thought considering you'd just been strung up I'm gonna let your arms and your feet not be restrained and just so you can move around a little bit and I changed that process in about 10 seconds when the the next time I touched you your legs were bouncing around and you were going a little bit crazy so then I was like you know what you're being a little bit bratty And you think that because you're not restrained, then, you know, you're entitled to move your, you know, move your arms and your legs around. Um, so very quickly did I go to restraining your ankles to and strapping them to the bench just to be able to stop at least those from moving around. Um, on reflection, what did you think of the time on the bench? Well, this was really fascinating because this was another thing that I kind of was really thinking about afterwards because like, you know, I'm it's really vulnerable. I'm with somebody I don't know. I'm, I'm bent over a bench and and you know ass in the air and and it's and it's interesting because I like I I didn't have any sort of negative body thoughts I wasn't kind of sitting there going what the fuck am I doing here what why am I in a dungeon what you know like what am I doing who's this man you know what do I look like like I didn't have any of that negative stuff and that that's a really uh, in the in the scheme of what's going on with my body you know you know every time I go off to the psychologists and the whatever it's all this you know well it's all in your head this sort of thing and I'm kind of going well I'm not feeling guilty I'm not feeling you know I'm not feeling like you know 
I'm not getting my little Catholic girl kind of coming. I got, I'm not getting any of those that negative dialogue. No, he's just in the moment. I'm just totally it. in the moment. So I'm going, oh, that's interesting because I, I was really just, sure, what's happening next? You know, like which was was quite exciting. Yeah, I'll say that throughout that time that you were on the bench, there's a lot of body movement. Your body could really feel it and reacted really well with it. What your body reacted to the most, just starting off at the back of your neck, just going slowly down your back and your body was really embracing it and really liking the fact that it could feel all the senses that come up with, with being scratched. Yep. And you, it, your body loved it. When I went to do some very soft impact on your ass, you were giving me numbers of eight, nine. They were just very soft. And it, <laughs> was barely, it was barely more than a touch. But I could go very deep and hard on your back with the claws and that was that was a two. So your body was really reacting. Your your body was feeling it and embracing everything that we did that I did to you during that period of time. Yep. Yep. It was interesting because certainly while I was standing, I would have felt that there was a much bigger range of things happening from from very gentle to quite extreme. Whereas by the time I'd moved over there, I think every, everything was just making me ping at that that point. Like I yeah. was just, you, were, yeah. <laughs> you know, eight, eight, eight. You know, yeah. there, there was a lot of eights going on and I don't think that they were necessarily that you were doing anything more, but it started to feel like, oh, you're only doing the eight end of the spectrum yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, just light brushing. I was using the feather duster and not to spank oh, you, you with it. It was just to <laughs> like to, to you know, to dust you, just to give you more sensation. Yep. Again, I'm running ice over you, flicking a little bit of water yep. and everything. So at that point we know that we're at the you're at the at the upper part of your threshold for everything. There's a lot. All those sensors are saying this is an eight, this is an eight. So now we're gonna hone in on, you know, the sweet spot. And I'll say that we'd previously discussed that you are a school, you would squirt and it would take about 15 minutes and that would happen. At about the 13 minute mark, you were dry humping the bench. Your body was fully aware of what was going on and your your back was just bright red with the blood from the scratching and everything like that. Can you remember what you were going through at that moment? Well, this goes back to what I was saying, kind of that earlier thing of that, um, you know, obviously men won't, and listening to this won't know the thing about the childbirth. But I, I don't know if you've ever had, um, you know, like serious stitches or whether they've, they've really cut into you. Like I, I remember I had a, um, a bit of surgery I was awake for and like they would have had to have been cutting with absolute precision and yet that just feels like a can opener kind of chomp, chomp, chomp <laughs> through you. And so you can feel all this stuff but, again, you're not feeling pain. So, yeah, I'm panting and I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, you know, whoa, you know, and and I'm kind of, I can feel you at my ass. I can feel you on my clit. I can feel you inside. I can, you're like, what? Like uh, there's a lot going on and in that little, that little one part of it, that kind of pleasure feeling isn't there. But I'm so, and it's so hard to describe because it's not like I'm sort of, it's not like I'm doing that thrust to get more pleasure yeah. from that, whatever that thing is you're doing. It's the intensity. I'm reacting continuously to the intensity 
And so that's a really hard one for you to read because, you know, none of us really know what's going on in somebody else's body. But what you're seeing is, you know, this flush of blood and you're seeing the humping and you're seeing, you know, you're yeah, seeing the all moaning, the moaning. Everything is there as we, look, this is 13 minutes. You told me 15 minutes. Any, any, we're in the... We're going to blow. There's a, there's a <laughs> countdown, you know. Exactly. And this is where it's really strange because, again, I don't have, you know, I'm not having a, oh, I can't do this. I'm not having a sort of dialogue in my head that's that's any sort of negativity. I'm I'm just, whoa, this experience is really full on, kind of like the 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 intensity. Now, one of the ones which this doesn't sound good. <laughs> it just sounds terrible. But when you have a um, urinary tract infection. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> you know, there's this kind of sharp pain, but then there's this deep. It's like so inside you, it's such a deepness that it's like it's it's almost nauseating in oh it's it's awful now it wasn't as awful as that but it's that intensity and I remember there was a point where it's probably you know things are getting really full on and that was the thought that came to my head this is a bit like a urinary tract infection which you know that's not the sexy thoughts that you kind of <laughs> want to be having oh that time that that man did that stuff to me yeah. and it was just like it's <laughs> just like dental surgery. <laughs> And just like that, then at the 15-minute mark, you squirted and it just didn't dribble. It exploded and it shot into the air and went back about a metre. Wow. So weird. And see, this is another thing that I find really weird. So if you said something to me and I blushed, that flush of blood to my face, I would feel that throughout my skin. Mm. So the fact that when we were talking about this, you said, you know, the sort of rippling of muscles on my back, the sort of the flushing of, of, of my whole back with blood kind of, you know, you, you know, all, all, all the things. And I'm going, okay, so if, if I'm not feeling, if there's a disconnect neural pathways going on with my genitals. Like, why aren't I feeling it in my skin on my shoulders? Like, that's that's totally confounding for me because your description of what you're watching my body do and my sensation at this point, especially considering when you're talking about the fact that you could barely touch my ass mm. without me sort of pinging. Like if I was so aware of a maybe a slightly cold hand on my ass that I'm just like, blah! Yeah. A and yet, you know, 15 minutes later, I've got this intensity but, you know, not and, and this and not. And, and like that, the, when you describe the, the way that the – the flushing of my, of the blood across my back, I'm going, well, that's weird because that's now my skin. That's, that's a whole nother thing again. Why am I not experiencing? And really, if instead of, you know, I, there she blows and then, um, and then you stopped. Now, if you'd actually kept going yep. and kept doing something and then maybe just change that, I don't think I would have been at all aware. Yeah. The only reason that I was aware was because I could kind of hear you talking and you stopped. And the moment you stopped, like that just, yeah, you know, I didn't get the, you know, I didn't get the flush. I didn't get the, you know, all, all the, the feelings of, you know, and then that, that, that big whoosh and then the big, 
release and the relax. You know, there, there's there, there's no all those things that people describe. Like I didn't get any. I got all the intense. I got fucking intense to the point of just like crazy. And then I don't know. Like I well, I don't know what was going to happen next. But you stopped. It kind of still felt intense. And then it just was really intensely overwhelming that you'd stopped. Yeah. And then I could just feel my like I got really upset. Like I could just feel myself just drop into this fuck. I've just fuck. Like I've I've missed something here and. But it was that realisation not because of what I was feeling. It was because you stopped and because of what I could hear you saying, not because of any sense of release anything else, or yeah. anything else. Because in my eyes, to see how your body reacted, your body was really enjoying it and it knew that it was leading up to it. It was, it was, there, it was there, 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 and then like kaboom, it happened, and then your body just stopped. And as I'm going, well, you know, in my head right now, I'm going to say, well, you threw more water on me than I did 15 minutes earlier. And in that, you know, 20 seconds for me to you know, take the gloves off, wipe the water off my face and clean myself up a little bit and walk around to you, you went from being you know, thrushing and, and vibrant and red and have blood everywhere to the most vulnerable of a position that you could have been in. You dropped and you were crying. You were very emotional. We put a blanket around you and you hit that low spot. Yeah. And look, it, you know, I, uh, you, you use the word crying. I don't, was I crying? I, I remember I was, I was weepy. You were weeping, yeah. I was weepy, I yeah. think was, is a, is a good word. Because it was just, it was just, again, it's this really weird because it's not a dialogue that's going, oh, you know, you're unworthy. Oh, you're bad. You know, da, da, da. but there's obviously something so kind of deep going on in there. Like it's, it's, there's a big hmm. deep primal kind of thing happening. And there's some, I don't know, whatever's going on in my head is, is all happening. But again, it's this, yeah, it's, it's it's a very it's a strange headspace because it's it's disappointment but it's not it's not a it's my, I'm hopefully I'm being kind to myself as a it's it's something I you know I'm I'm not being down on I'm not being down on myself yeah I'm just very just I was really exhausted as well like I really like the energy drain was mm. massive because I you know it had been very intense <laughs> and it had used a shitload of energy and now that energy drain rather than that euphoria oh that's the thing I'm, I'm having all the things without the euphoria and all the the good stuff <laughs> i'm kind of just being hit with the fuck you know whatever which it, it, and the, the the missing bit of the euphoria and the the waves of pleasure and all that sort of stuff it, it kind of leaves you with the other bit which is it's really bloody intense <laughs> and i guess is that to, to wrap it up the roundup um talk to me about your reflection after ah uh, look i do i i kind of what i find and and i you know talked about this the the first in the first episode is this whole kind of notion that this subject is so taboo and this expectation, you go on every bloody dating site and, you know, all the men are talking about, you know, wanting to make you scream and all the, and, and you think that this is all how it works out there. And, and then I start speaking to other women who just, yeah, not quite like this. Or if you have got a problem and you go to your doctor, oh, yeah, you know, like just, it is a bigger issue then it's it's certainly not just my issue like it it I've got a pretty weirdo version of it but it's something that 
I am constantly astounded of the number of people that I that I talk to. Friends have been married for years, and it's like, oh no, we we never orgasm together, and oh, you know, and the other people we talk to, and oh, we, you know, we always, you know, and you're suddenly going, wow, all these people are doing this in very different ways than on the telly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, so that's that's interesting. And then the moment you start going into, well, if there's a problem, what happens? And this, you know, you go, go into the medical field and it's it's a disaster. So, look, I I remember talking. Um, just can I just get my notes on this one? Look, it's it's really interesting. You know, if there is a problem, go to your GP. Now, when I went to my GP, I found he's been dismissive of mental health, of sexual health, and any alternate therapy, like any alternate therapy. The alternate therapies have got me so much further than any of the GP or medical world, but that they're just not interested in, in hearing about that. Then I go to my GP to talk about, you know, I want a referral for what for a, a second referral to go to some psychology work. And his comment was, oh, yeah, you just wanted to become a little bit more fabulous than you already are. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what sort of dismissive claptrap is that? You know, like, that that's just outrageous. Then, um, you know, when I went to my female doctor, because I was going to go to get some vaginal mapping done with a pelvic physio. This is all medical stuff. This is under the medical realm. And then she writes out the referral, and it doesn't even include like it's got I had an elbow ache once I had an ear ache once I had an infection in my toenail once but you know it doesn't mention vaginal birth well, you know that would kind of help if that was in there it doesn't mention you know that I've been going to see psychologists about you know intimacy issues you know, all the stuff that really would be very helpful for the pelvic person to read about not in my referral medical history that's just what so so then there's that um, and then when I'm speaking with, again, my female doctor and I'm talking to her about, you know, well, so this is where we're at now and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm always updating her and whatever. And I said, look, you know, obviously you don't have the background in this, but you obviously, you mustn't have the background in many things. Like what, what do you do when, when you put this information out there? Like is there a, I don't know. A Facebook group for doctors. Facebook, yeah, exactly. Um, anyhow, she gets back to me a little um, week or two later and, and she's very enthused because she's been recommended this book, Come As You Are by Emily Nagowski. And I'm like, yeah, I've got that one. And then I just kind of, you know, yeah, my 18-year-old daughter was the one who recommended that book. Kind of hope my doctor would just... Up the game a up little, the bit, game, a little yeah. bit on top of that. So, uh, you know, it was a good recommendation, but at the same time, you know, oh, okay, that's as much as we get. Um, and that I find really frustrating. So I don't know where this podcast goes to. I don't know who or whatever. But there are a whole pile of people doing really interesting things out there. Yeah. In the alternate, alternate therapies. And then just, you know, somatic body workers. There's all sorts of... Um, really looking forward to going and um, I've got a trip to Melbourne coming up soon and I've got another somatic sexology body worker from who's based in Brisbane and he's doing a tour down to Melbourne and he's now talking to my sexologist about you know what's kind of going on with my body and I, what fantastic information we've now got from this experience to be able to take to him he and many other people are looking at at these kind of things on a, just a much more holistic way it's not um, you know, there's not a pill for it. You know, we're going to have to look at what's going on in my head and there, yeah. there, there's there's various things. But, yeah, I would hope to maybe, you know, 
are there studies on this going on out there? Are there other doctors who might know more about this that aren't in Western Australia? So I'm, I'm hoping that this information kind of works for me. Yeah. But I'm also hoping that, you know, it's a conversation that just doesn't seem to be out there enough. So I kind of hope that through this forum it, it can be. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been an incredible experience for me. I have had a blast doing this. And before we wrap up, is there anything else that you wanted to you know, touch base on or, or, or let the listeners know? Oh, look, I think, um, you know, this kind of comes back to my story. And it's something that I talk to my daughter about. It's, you know, the fact that my parents didn't do anything about it. 36-year marriage, sexless marriage, you know, they didn't do anything about it. Pfft, you know, that's a disaster. I've, my body has kind of carried a whole pile of disaster a, a, along the way, but it didn't seem to have come from any anything overtly bad. But now we kind of go, oh, so, uh, you know, my body's carrying this. So I don't know what my daughter carries. Like, I don't know what my influence on her is, but I would say to her and I'd say to anybody else, just get on out there and do something about it. That's, that's, and uh, that's the constant feedback. People keep saying, oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, you're so amazing. Oh, you know, I, I get so much of people often just suck it up. And no, the big old kinky world out there to get involved in. And I've got a rather glorious, mysterious body and let's go find out what it's doing. What's next for you? Yeah, well, everybody keeps saying a Netflix series is what's next for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we wrap this episode up, I've been editing this for the last couple of weeks uh, as I've been away for work and I have been in contact with our guests the whole time when we've been going back and forth to hear about what she's been up to since we recorded this episode probably about eight weeks ago and I just wanted to add in, this is the email, it's a, it's a Sunday night when I'm editing this and this is the email that I've just Hey, Chris. Okay, I'm really happy with the episode. It sounds great. Nothing needs to be added, edited or moved. All good to go. What for me is curious though, I'm always amazed at how things are constantly changing in my life at the moment. My headspace, my interactions, etc. And listening to this does seem like there has been so much change since we've done this interview. So, so if you're going to add a little bit of a wrap up, I've got these words for you. Drum roll, been a number of weeks since we did the session and you've enjoyed hearing my updates and the ways my relationship with my body and others is consistently evolving. The therapist did all gain a lot of insight from the feedback from the session that you gave me. So thank you. You're welcome. There are some lovely blokes I'm regularly playing with. And oh man, I love to hear that. And my journey continues with a terrific mix of really gentle approaches and these more extreme ones. So that's the latest from our guest. I know that she's just got back from Melbourne as well and had a blast of a time. I reckon she's going to be listening to this to the end and she'll probably start ringing the Kinky Confessions hotline to tell us what she's been up to. So for all you listeners, thank you so much. I appreciate it and I know that our guest has spent a lot of time and effort in making sure that we get this story right. So for everyone out there, stay kinky. This is Kinky Confessions, the podcast. 